Hello and welcome to the Information Management and Reporting APMP podcast. Did you ever think you know, this would be what you'd be doing with your life? I dreamed of this day, yeah. Well, I here it is. quite low ambition. <laughs> yeah. Once again, this is uh, with Adam and Tim, and there are two um, assessment criteria here. Maybe we'll have a look at and see what we um, So the first is to explain an information management system, and uh, Adam will be explaining that. And then secondly, there's explain a typical project reporting cycle that um, also Adam will be explaining. So <laughs> <laughs> right, well, th- thanks, Tim. <laughs> okay. Well, you never know. I may hand that one over, but uh, let, let's deal with information management. So uh, quite a nice topic, actually, I think, in terms of the exam, if this comes up. Um, but obviously, these days, we're bombarded by information. Uh, big data, that's all the latest buzzwords, isn't it? So a lot of information flying around, and there are lots of issues, therefore, with how we handle that information. So we'll talk about a few. There is a process here for uh, information management. Uh, the first thing we need to consider is how we collect information. That's the first step in the process, so the collection. All sorts of issues here. You need to understand where your information is going to be coming from, perhaps who is going to be providing that, in which format, how frequently, uh, how do you want this information provided to you. So lots of considerations there. And, and of course, there's information coming in projects from beneath you, from your team managers and so on. Uh, from from above you being passed down from the steering group and peers and, and all sorts of things so a lot of consideration there about where where you're going to get information from and therefore part of how you're going to deal with it we need to analyze the information we get so it depends very much really on, on the state of the information or data when it comes to you it may well be of course that it's not really in a usable format so attention needs to be paid to how we can transfer uh, perhaps raw data into meaningful information that can actually be used or, or, or interpreted by someone. Uh, particularly if you've got different uh, teams, some perhaps external, reporting up to you and they're providing you information maybe on progress in different formats. So someone's giving you sort of percentage over budget figures, someone else is giving you a pound figure uh, and so on. You need some way of consolidating all of this data. Okay, uh, the next consideration is around storage. Sorry, Tim's waving to me, but I can't quite tell what you're saying. Move closer. Oh, thanks very much, Tim. Okay, so the, the next consideration here is the storage of information. So lots of issues regarding this. You, you, need, you might need to uh, store the information where it's readily accessible by other people. So you think about accessible drives, for example, on a, a hard disk. Uh, it may be, of course, the opposite, that you need to uh, store information somewhere secure. Two things I think always worth mentioning here. The Data Protection Act. So uh, we're not going to go into detail here, but essentially an act of parliament that requires data to be handled in different ways around personal information. So there's, um, for example, things about how long you can store data for, to what purpose and uh, what kind of information you can hold on individuals. So chances are your project may need to comply with that act. And if you're in the public sector, the Freedom of Information Act, of course, which uh, requires you to make certain data available upon requests uh, for information from, well, anyone can request information, but it's a big tool used by journalists these days. So there are various uh, considerations there around the storage of data and what we're storing and how we're storing it and where we're storing it. Uh, We then need to think about disseminating it. That's the next step in the process. How are we going to disseminate information? In a way, similar issues to to the collection. Uh, We need to think about who we're going to disseminate to, who needs what information, when do they need it, in what format would they want it, and how we best present it to them. So is an email okay or do they need a sort of face-to-face meeting and to explain the, the ramifications of 
all this. Having disseminated the information, it may well be at the end of the project or at various points throughout it, uh, certain information should be archived. So there are certain uh, documents that we're always going to archive. We might not have immediate use of them, but it may be they're required for future audits from anything from uh, tax office, government's audits, if you're working in the public sector, and so on. So project audits to, to look at uh, what you did. So we need to archive certain information. Uh, on the other hand, of course, certain items won't be archived. Uh, for example, our benefits realisation plan is going to be something carried forward into the business. So certain information uh, will actually remain uh, live after the project and carried over in business as usual. So consideration what you archive is important there. And then the last thing here is destruction. So certain information might need to be destroyed. Um, this could be, depending on the industry you work in, top secret information. So if you see top secret stamped on there, a document you know you might you might need to destroy that after you've read it the uh, media is full of stories about people leaving laptops on um, uh, tube stations and in cabs and this sort of thing so is it appropriate that information exists on your or laptop or your device or, or is it something that, that should have been never taken out so it's like destruction it's not really destruction i feel i'm wandering a little bit there but um for example commercial inconfidence uh, information uh work, certainly work with some organizations that uh uh, at the end of a large many years contract where we've been required to actually destroy all hard drives etc containing potentially commercially sensitive information so think about what it is that you might need to destroy so that's information management uh, just to clarify the six steps are the collection of information the analysis of it the storage the dissemination the archiving and the destruction so plenty to talk about there and uh, it's not rocket science Oh, I'm glad I got that in one podcast. Okay, so yeah, Tim's now going to talk to you about project reporting. Yeah, so um, the reporting really is related to the information management topic um, in that the information manager will be the storage of these kind of things. Um, but the person or people who receive the report should determine the content of it and the format of it. Um, so whether it's just going to be a written summary of how the project is progressing, um, whether or not there should be diagrams included um, so such as uh, an S-curve or a Gantt chart um, bullseye diagram milestone charts the kind of things we'll have a look at in the course um, but it should also be linked to um, management by exception so in a project there ought to be an agreed reporting cycle so the project manager knows at what frequency he or she should send a report up to the project sponsor and others if required so perhaps up to the program level but also it should be made clear to him or her what the tolerances are so what the permitted wriggle room might be when it comes to um, costs and time and quality and risk and other things. So that then is just given the label as exception. And so that brings in uh, reporting by exception. So it's just really about this whole notion of tolerances. So the, the six main aspects of the project, so those that I just mentioned, um, but I'll just go through them again, scope, schedule, quality, resources, risk and finance, there ought to be clearly set tolerances. So the project manager knows what it is that he or she should escalate. The project sponsor knows what he, he or she should escalate up to their line manager. So all that should be made clear um, in, in the early part of the project um, by the, the end of the definition phase at the latest. And Adam's come back into the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think that's it. Okay, lovely. Okay, thank you, Adam. Thank you. Bye.